Hey, you guys. Welcome to What's the Word? So my name is Tish Page. I'm your host, and this is my show, What's the Word? This show is going to be faith-based. So I'm going to be talking about everything Jesus. We're going to talk about the Bible. And not only that, but we're going to talk about my own personal story, my journey. I'm going to be a little bit more vulnerable. And I'm actually excited about that because I love talking about things that I experience in life. Not only that, but we're also going to talk about mental health, personal development. This podcast, I want to be able to encourage you guys in your faith journey. If you're new to Christianity or maybe you just want some tips or advice, I'm your go-to girl. I do believe that when it comes to being a Christian, we should also have a community, have people to pour into you. The fact that you're listening to my podcast that I could pour into you is amazing and it's epic. So I'm going to give you guys some background about me. I am 29 years old. I just turned 29, February 3rd. Woo! So every all the February babies, what's up? How y'all doing? And so far, it's just been great being 29. I just, I'm just going to dive into that. It's just been really great being 29. Just because it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just been really beautiful. Like, I felt like 29 was going to be my one of my best years. And so far, it's just been pretty epic like the people the love i feel from god is just amazing both my parents immigrated from haiti so i am haitian american so all my haitians out there you know i, I gotta I gotta throw in some curl in there for all my people just in case they're watching i got to say this podcast is streaming on youtube as well not only youtube but it's going to be streaming on apple it's gonna be streaming on spotify so i don't know what else it's gonna be streaming on but those three platforms mainly will be streamed on YouTube. And I mean, it will be mainly streamed on those three platforms. So if you're not listening, you're missing out, you better find a platform and listen to. So anyways, back to it. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. So what's up? I wasn't there that long. And I was raised in Somerville, Massachusetts. It's like 20 minutes from Boston. So I'm just gonna say Boston, Massachusetts for all you people who don't know. Now we're gonna jump into this episode. So this is my favorite topic yet. We're gonna talk about self-worth. So self-worth meaning like self-worth, self-esteem, confidence. I feel like that all of that goes in together. And for the longest, I've had an issue with self-worth. And I feel like not many people know this, would know this unless I spoke about it. It doesn't really come out off that way. But after these past, like, year or two, God has been really telling me, like, Tanisha, you need to, like, we need to, like, work on this. I'm like, work on what, God? Like, you need to stop doubting yourself um, and believing yourself. And I'm like god what you talking about i do and he's like no you don't and so it took me a while to understand what self-worth was i talk about my experience with self-worth we're gonna talk about signs and like what it is really because i feel like so many people just don't know what what it means to what it means to love yourself and know who you are for the longest time i thought i knew who i was and that's just not the case it was just not the case so what is self-worth? Self-worth is basically your core self, who you are, your identity in Christ, what you believe about yourself, your abilities, people who are secure in themselves, who have self-worth. 
they don't attach themselves to to money they don't attach themselves to whatever amount of money they make they don't attach themselves to whatever job they have what their grades are their friendships the people they're with what matters is literally what they believe about themselves and what they can do people who value themselves and see their self-worth they don't compare themselves with people. That's just not their thing. Why? Because they know who they are. They know what they bring to the table. There's no need for them to look at other people and see if they're behind in life or like to see if they're making enough money to see whether or not if they're pretty enough. They just feel like they're already successful in the eyes of themselves and the eyes of God. Good self-worth, like self-worth goes back to like the beginning of time when it comes to confidence self-esteem it all comes back to when you were a child and as we're growing up we start to go through issues we go through issues we go through trauma um we get hurt uh we go we get hurt we get backstabbed we go through a lot of things and changes and sometimes we don't have enough time to analyze what we've been through people have been speaking over us and and, and maybe we're even carrying some lies in our minds. Maybe we're even carrying some lies in our in our heads. And we think this is our real, this is real, this is our truth. But that's really not the case. And in my childhood, I was actually born premature. So I was like three months, I was three months premature. So I was in there for six months. And specifically, I was delayed more in speech and communication. So at this point, like, as I was growing up, I, I always felt like I was like not enough. It took me a little bit longer to catch up with people. And it took me longer to learn. And from there on, I felt like I wasn't smart enough. I couldn't do much. And, compare, and I would compare myself to other people who get better grades. They would get like A's. And I, would be, and I was usually like a B and C student. And that just didn't help me comparing myself to other people. So because in my mind, you got, I feel like it sounds simple right now. But in my mind, I thought that if I'm getting B's and C's and they're getting A's, they are, I feel like they're more successful than I am. They're going to be more successful than I am. They're going to be more, they're going to make more money. Um, they're going to have a better life than I am. And I'm just going to settle for whatever I can. So I would settle, like say if you offered, so if, so if I was offered a job and someone offered me like 45, 45K and I'm like, all right, that's the most I can get. I'm lucky here. Like, I would think like, I'm I'm lucky enough. I'm thankful that like, I could, I could get 45K. But the highest rate, the highest salary you can get is like 70 or like, maybe like 60. So I'm not going to aim that high because I'm like, what, I don't really deserve that. I don't feel like I'm special. I don't I qualified for that job. I had the degree, I had the experience, but for some reason, I just thought I was not qualified to get that amount of money. And that's just one example. There would be certain dreams that I've had, I wanted to do. And I just thought like, oh no, I can't do that. And like, I would, I can't do that. I, I failed in everything else. So another thing, I feel like another thing that happened was like, I didn't ha I had an identity crisis. And that basically meant like, I just didn't know who I was. And when you don't know who you are, it's just very scary. It's very scary in a way. Like anybody could tell you who you are and you could accept it. And that's just not how God created us to be. When people would say something, I would detach people's labels about me and I would take it in. Like I would take it and I'd be like, yeah, I guess I am that person. And I would take it not realizing 
not realizing the, the truth. I was listening to a lot of lies and I was attaching that to my identity and not really seeing the truth of how Jesus saw me. And no matter what Jesus would tell me, like God would tell me or whatever the Bible said, it just did not match with my perception of myself. It actually connects with how um, I perceived myself growing up and I felt like I couldn't speak really. And so because of that perception of myself, I just never liked public speaking at all. Like I hated it so much, you guys. Even in my undergrad, my teachers would tell me like, Tanisha, you need to speak up. Um, this is gonna be part of your grade. And I would listen to them and I would just not speak because I was just so petrified. I was scared and I just felt like my answers would be wrong and that I didn't wanna be laughed at or judged. It also felt like my voice wasn't important enough. Being in like a room full of predominantly white students, I just felt like they would, they were smarter than me. They had more to say that my voice was not, was not important. Now, like looking back, like those were so, those were lies. I had the answers. I knew every single, and I knew most of those answers. And the fact that I just hid my voice, it just showed how much, much I didn't value who I was and how God saw me and affected my life, to be honest. Cause after that, every decision you make, every decision goes off of how you feel, how you view yourself. So if you're making all these poor decisions about yourself, then you're not gonna have the life that you want. You're probably, you're most likely going to live a life of settling. You're gonna settle for your job. You're gonna settle for that salary. You're gonna settle for, um, you're gonna settle for that guy. You could settle for a guy or a, you're gonna settle for a husband. You're gonna start settling for a lot of stuff and you're gonna live a, you're gonna live a unhappy, unfulfilled life. Yeah, that's super scary and that's super sad. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people who live this way. They just don't even realize how much this affects them. How much their decisions, they don't realize how much their decisions cost them their life. Wow. They don't realize how their self-worth has impacted their life. So if you guys don't, if you guys are having trouble understanding if you have self-worth issues, I'm going to read a list of some signs that maybe some of you may relate to. All right. So some signs are lack of confidence, negative social comparisons, mm, trouble asking for help, worry and doubt. Difficulty accepting compliments, negative self-talk, fear of failure, poor outlook of the future, lack of boundaries, being a people pleaser. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. So that's like after reading after reading that list, that is just super crazy because a lot of this, a lot of this, I could actually relate to you guys. I'm not trying to be that person that's just like trying to hurt you, hurt your feelings and like break your heart and thinking like it's the end of the world. And it's actually not the end of the world. It's actually really good to know. Um, good. It's actually really good to recognize when you have a poor self-esteem, poor self-worth. It's actually better to take care of it now and recognize it now so that you could fix it. And so that you could live the life you want to live. Come on. First time I looked it up and looked up those signs, I was just shocked because a lot of those signs I've related to all pretty much all of them. And that's just crazy because the way like God has like changed my life and has secured made me more secure in myself 
is phenomenal. It's just epic. There's just no way. There's just no way I could have done this on my own. That's all I know. There's just no way. I, I'm so much better than I was four years ago, um, a year ago, a few months ago. And that's all because of God working in me. Now I'm going to talk to you guys about the problems and issues I ran into. So I know I told you guys of some of the signs, but I want to talk, I want to dive into what happened, what really happened to me while trying to figure out my self-worth. And the first problem I ran into was I didn't know I had a problem. You actually won't know if you really have a problem unless you actually take the time to to work on yourself, to dig deep into why you do the things that you do. And for the most part, I just thought that I was very confident. I thought I was strong, I was resilient. And I went through a lot growing up and I never thought that it caught up to me. I thought I was stronger than most people. And that's just not really it, honestly. Um, if anything, I caught it later. I caught it later in life, how it impacted me. But if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, thank you, God, I would have never, I would have never known, probably not till much later. If it wasn't for having a relationship with God, I would have never known any of this. And I'm just so happy that I was able to do the work um, back. I was able to do the work then rather than later in life. Another problem that happened was um, my, I talked about this earlier, but my childhood, I was bullied. And a lot of that made, made me really like insecure about myself and my actions and who I was in a ways that I just didn't recognize. I was very angry um, in high school. I feel like I was very angry in high school, um, in college. And I wasn't like a person who like, yelled at everybody but I was definitely a person who was very, I guess a person who just did not take respect, disrespect from anybody. I wanted to demand people's respect. And I thought that me like swearing and yelling at people and confronting them was going to get them to respect me and get the validation that, and get the validation and respect that I needed. Um, it's not the best way to get your respect from people. You have to love yourself first. So. And I mentioned this in one of the signs and they're constantly comparing myself with people. If they were doing better than me, if they acted a certain way, or if they were making enough money, if they sounded smarter, I would automatically feel like I was less than. And that wasn't the case. I was never like mean or anything about it, but I, I would do it and it would be subconsciously. And then I realized that the people around me was doing it too. And that just made me start to realize like there's so much that I have to learn. There's so much work I have to do in myself. And I actually had to start stop listening to certain people when they would compare themselves or compare me with another person and realize that like I know who I am. There's no need for me to compare myself to another individual. Comparison is so, it's so easy to compare yourself and think that it's normal. But he's making like 70K and you're making like, I don't know, like 30, 30K. And you're gonna magically think that like, oh, their their life is amazing. Um, they're doing better. Maybe they're married and you're like, wow, they're like, live their life is amazing as well. They're married, they have a wife, they have a husband, they have kids and I feel like I'm not doing well in life. I feel like I'm behind, I'm single. 
And like, that's comparison right there. You're comparing somebody with how much money they have, um, how many kids, their relationship status, all of that. And now you're thinking that you're behind in life because of an individual has a certain way that they live. They may they have certain choices that they make, they made or they're doing, and you think that's perceived as successful. It's a lie. And so much of this world is comparison. We we want to compete with each other. We want to succeed in life. We want to make it. We want to make it up there. We want to have those kids. We have we want to look better. We want to feel validated by people. Those likes on Instagram. We have subscribers on YouTube. How many viewers are looking at your stuff? How many people are, are, are following you? We all perceive that as successful. And if somebody doesn't have it, we think that we're less than? Like years ago, let's, let's talk about years ago, we didn't have Instagram. We didn't have all this stuff. So it's just crazy how much, how much we're doing, how much, how much toxic thinking we're doing. And like, even like, even like your parents, like unfortunately, sometimes our parents or our friends, they our parents may compare ourselves with other people, and we may listen and we may think this is like right thinking, and it's just not. It's actually toxic thinking, and it's not their fault. That's just what they think, and they've just they're just passing along to they're passing along to you, and you just think that this is okay, this is true, and it's not. You don't have to compare yourself to make yourself feel better. You don't have to do better than the next person to feel like you're doing great in life. You are just, you're not behind. You are you and that's okay. It talks about that in the Bible. It talks about stop seeking validation from man. Seek validation from God. There is no, there. you can't get anything out of seeking validation from man or the world. The world where you put your worth, that's so important. Like wherever you put your worth, it's so important. Don't put your worth in how many, how, how, what people think about you. Don't put your worth in how much money you make, the friends you have, the community. Like I used to think that if you have enough friends and if you're like, you have enough friends and people around you, you were deemed as worthy. And that's like not the case at all. Like you could have five friends and still feel like you're amazing. You could have two, you could have one and still feel complete and whole. Like that all should not matter. All that should not matter. How many followers you have do not matter. We all came into this world with nothing at all, right? So to come into this world and start claiming things of this world and thinking that this will fulfill you, this will validate, this will receive love from people, you will feel better about yourself is a lie from the enemy. Like I'm gonna like say all the lies from the enemies. Those are things I used to think. Because at the end of the day, how much money somebody has, people are millionaires and they're still they're committing suicide, you guys. That doesn't make any sense. So there's something wrong. There was not, it was not about the money. It's about how they viewed themselves, how they perceived themselves around people, how they were... I'm not saying suicide is the reason that they, you know, but I'm just saying that like money and all the things of this world will not fulfill you unless you love yourself first. So you have to come to a point where you love yourself first. Maybe you know you have low self-esteem, you have low self-worth issues. And I'm not trying to like make anybody feel bad about it, but I wanna help you guys recognize what it is, the signs, and also encourage you guys to do the work. 
have friends around you, have a community of people around you to help you get to where you need. Not, And I don't mean like bad people. I want you to find people who see the best in you, who encourage you daily. Do not listen to the people that criticize you. You should actually distance yourself around people who criticize you, who judge you because it's not healthy for yourself. That literally, that could impact your future. The people who you're with will impact your future. So it's very, it's very important to have discernment to know what people, um, friends, even family who you surround yourself with and just, 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 just find your people, people. Find your people, the people that value you and who see you as worthy. That's my thing. Find people who see you, value you, and love you, encourage you, all of those things. If you're on this journey of building your self-worth, you're building your self-esteem, being confident, I'm just gonna say that it's not easy. It's actually gonna look ugly most days. I don't want you to give up on this journey because over a year ago, I thought I had to do this journey on my own. Come to find out that Jesus wants to help you. He wants you to be your best self. He wants us to live life to the fullest, to live life in abundance. But in order to live life in abundance, we got we to gotta see ourselves how Jesus sees us. So if you don't know how Jesus sees you, if you don't know how how, how to look at yourself, how to you if you don't know your strengths, if you don't know what your if you don't know your strengths, if you don't know your gifts, you don't know how important you are, start asking God. Start asking God, how does he see you? How does he view you? That is important. That's the number one thing that you should do. Ask God how he sees you. Ask the Holy Spirit. Pray. It's it's going to Prayer, prayer, because I guarantee you, God will answer you. He will answer in ways that you will not imagine. If anything, he will help you develop. He will help you develop a sense of confidence. It's a matter of spending time with God. Journaling, OMG, journaling was a big thing in my journey, a big thing in my in my personal development and just knowing who I was. OMG, I was able to tackle a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of ugly stuff that I thought about myself and then bring it to God. Holy Spirit was able to give me more, feed me truth and remove the lies. But you also have to recognize that you and God are a partnership. You also have to do the work and God will do the rest. He will do the heavy stuff. It's not solo. It's a it's a duo. It's a duo, y'all. So it's a lot about like going into the word. Remember, people will be like, meditate on the verses, meditate on the verses, meditate on the verses. And I'm like, I don't see how these verses are going to help me. I'll be honest. I didn't think I didn't see how those verses was going to help me. I would read the word, I'm like, all right, but I don't feel any different. I don't feel any different. How is this helping me? It wasn't until I actually broke down that verse. There was this verse that goes, Praise you, God, for I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. All your works are good. I know that full and well. And I was breaking down this verse. And I'm like, I've seen this verse so many times, maybe 20, 40 times. And it just never hit me, really. Until like that last verse, that last, that last sentence that says, 
I know that full and well. And I realized it was like a gap. There was a gap in between God creating me beautiful. I'm saying that he's beautifully, wonderfully made. And then there was a, there was a gap between that and I know that full and well. And I realized like, whoa, I don't know that full and well. Like, that's a problem. There's something there. And from there on, I realized that in order to know, in order to believe that you are fearfully, wonderfully made, you have to know that full and well. That means you have to start doing the work, knowing who you are, knowing who you are, knowing what you bring to the table. Because I, I know for a fact that every single person on, on this earth has something to give. Because it makes no sense that every human, every creation was not made, was not made out of the blue. It was made from dust. We are God. I always say that we are God's soul. We are a reflection of God. We are all an image of who God is. So that requires, that means we are gifted. We are individually gifted. We have talent in us that we have to start unlocking in it. But that only happens when we start believing that until we know that full and well another thing that helped me along my journey was being nicer to myself um being more compassionate i was just so harsh on myself criticize myself speak negative words and just carry that recording in my head and play play it back over and over and over again without even me realizing it, which was crazy. And I'm learning now that in order to love yourself, you have to be nicer to yourself. You have to be the best friend that you want to be. Hold up, let me say that again. Instead of being your worst critic, your voice that you have, the inner voice you have, has to be your best friend. And what I mean is that, I say I said something mean to my friend, right? And my friend got upset. She yelled at me. And then I knew I was in the wrong. I go back home. And I, my cr critic voice tells me how, my, how bad I am. How, how undeserving I am for friendship. How mean I am. How I should like, I don't know. How I should just not, how I should isolate myself. How I shouldn't be with people anymore. That thought process could leave somebody depressed, anxious, Instead of criticizing yourself, use your inner voice and imagine that you have a best friend speaking life over you. So if something bad happens, say if that same scenario happens, your best friend wouldn't tell you all that. Your best friend would be like, girl, yo, you made a mistake. It's all good, homie. It's all good. And let the best friend tell you that you're amazing. You just made a mistake. It's okay. It's okay. Just go back, talk to her tomorrow and everything will be okay. Just learn from your mistake and know that you are an amazing person. You're an amazing friend. That was just one mistake that you made and don't put pressure, don't put don't put that over yourself. Forgive yourself and then move on. Like we have to forgive ourselves and move on. Just like in the Bible it says that if Jesus is able if God is able to forgive us we have to also forgive ourselves and move on and not let small things or our mistakes, our past to hinder us, to stop us from growing because our mistakes are past. And I know I'm going off topic, but it's true. Like our mistakes in our past can also be an issue 
and allow it can be an issue to our confidence. We have to let that go. But the whole point of me saying is that be a best friend to yourself. Have the best friend voice. I'm gonna call it the BFF voice. Have a BFF voice, a voice that's compassionate, a voice that is amazing, a voice that encourages you. Not only that, we remember our father is also encouraging. I know I ranted a lot on this podcast, but like it's just so needed. I want you guys to live your best life. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Brazilian, Asian, whatever. I want you guys to live your best life. And how you view yourself is major. In this world, people compare. People want to compare you. If you're struggling with comparison, if you're struggling with self-esteem issues, if you're struggling with maybe childhood issues, know that it's possible to be delivered from this. It's possible to to grow from this, to be confident. It takes it takes time. With the help of the Holy Spirit, you will get there. There's nothing you cannot do. Be intentional. If you're dealing with identity issues, self-worth, low self-esteem, identity crisis, I want you guys to run to the Father. I want you guys to go to I want you guys to go to God, pray and let him know. Let him know how you think about your what you think about yourself and start asking him for truth about 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 what you think about yourself. Ask him for truth. Ask him what are the lies that are in your minds? What are the strongholds that are in your mind right now that are causing you to stay stagnant in your to stay stagnant? Find a friend, get a therapist, whatever, whatever you have to do. And if you're a person who don't want to bring your issues and problems to, to people, or maybe you don't have that many friends, I would suggest journaling. I, I obviously I suggest getting people and, and a therapist, but if you really can't talk to people about it in the beginning, journal. Journal your thoughts, journal how you think about yourself. Go do some research, watch some videos on YouTube, um, listen to podcasts, do that, do the development, do the personal development in within yourself. Pray, do it with God. That's all I, that's, that's just the beginning y'all. Meditate on those verses, break down those verses and actually really apply in your life. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. The thing that I love about God that we don't have to do it by ourselves. I'm gonna say it again. We do not have to do the work by ourselves. We are in partnership with God for a reason. We are Christians with for a reason. There's nothing that we do alone that God does not see. He wants us to live an abundant life. All right? Thank you guys for listening and watching my show. I really hope this episode blessed you. Bye.